Welcome to the Rogue Rebels Pod, Episode 2, The Resistance Awakens. Um, this is the Rogue Rebels, uh, and I am Lizzie Perales, here with my family, uh, my amazing mother. Ooh, amazing. That would be me. Yes, I, I require food later. <laughs> uh, my fantastic father. Yeah, I like that. I like that. I'll stick with it. <laughs> Isn't a fadier a horse? It's a space horse. Yeah. <laughs> but on Earth, it's uh, a father. And, oh, sorry. <laughs> Forgot my <laughs> quiet yet amazingly funny Axel brother. Brother Yay. Axel. Yes. Um, so, yeah. The, uh, would you like to... Um, you're talking to me? Yes. <laughs> um, so we just watched The Resistance that just came out today. Um, it was three uh, three episodes that came out. Um, oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> um, first of all, we have customer reviews. Yes. We need to read the, read the show notes before right? we just jump well, in. I was saying The Resistance Awakens, and I was like, oh, okay, Resistance. Okay, customer reviews. Um, they're not customers. Well, it's what that's what it's called. Yeah, don't, believe, don't believe everything that Daddy says. Oh, no, yeah. I just copy and paste it. I don't know why iTunes calls it that. So then, okay. Well, because usually they buy it, but we're free because we're for the public, for family, for the people, for the people, by the people, for the people. Um. So, uh, yeah, we got. Um. Okay, we got fan reviews then. Um. So one of it was the Star Wars pod at uh, Star Wars pod at its best by TK five three five one. This is what Star Wars and podcasts are all about. Do you guys agree with that? Our podcast is about Star Wars. Yes, and it was five stars. <laughs> so yes. Awesome. Okay. And would you like to do the next review, Flavier? Uh, the next review is. Becky! South family got a podcast. <laughs> By Maria's Pretty Cool. Try this out if you're looking for a family-friendly podcast about Star Wars. Can't wait for the next pod. Your wait is now over. Yes, because now we have content. Tent. Tent, for this short. This is the new next pod. <laughs> no, no, like uh, Andy says, we got new tent for yeah, everyone. Uh, <laughs> you got new tent, fam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so the Star Wars Resistance came out today. Uh, was it three episodes? Feels like more. I can never it, tell at like the beginning. The first episode is a double episode, so they're saying four episodes, and some places are saying three episodes, but the first one's a double, so it counts as two in some people's. So we watched three episodes, but the first is a double, so we've seen four episodes worth of tent, fam. <laughs> what? <laughs> that was some weird math. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so, moving on. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> from math. Um... Star Wars Resistance, uh, first reactions, I guess, as it actually came out, since we already saw it in Lucasfilm. So now, seeing it again, how did you guys feel? I still like it. <laughs> yeah? Okay, mm-hmm. that's good. Uh, I feel good. <laughs> Axel, what about you? Good. Good? What about you, Mom? I think it's awesome. Really, really awesome. Different stories amazing um 
animation, amazing music. Um, the sound design is awesome, especially with the with the flight. You know, with the spaceships go flying. You know, like the racing. That's awesome. Um, the music, uh, the art. Yeah, it's it's all around awesome. So uh, since talking about us going to Lucasfilm, uh, we got to see it earlier, just by a few days, but it was awesome. We got to see people in San Francisco from um, from different charity groups and um, and different people in Lucasfilm that were there that we got to hang out with for a while and sit down with and experience this new show. Uh, how did you guys like the Adventure North? I always like watching Star Wars at a Lucasfilm theater better than at my own house. <laughs> like, uh, there's not a bad thing about it, except except I guess that you have to drive to San Francisco. Yeah, that's that's a pretty it's long a bad drive. Thing. That's a fun thing, but it is time consuming. It, it's seven hours of doing nothing in the car. That's the time consuming part, but it's not not fun. Uh, hmm. Okay. Okay. I like to drive. Uh, how how did you like the adventure? The adventure driving over there? It's yes. good. The only thing that sucks is that normally I, uh, I'm very conservative when taking time off from work. So normally I have to work late every day before I leave. Like every single day, like a whole week in advance, I have to work like one or two hours extra every day. And then I have to... More like an hour extra, right? That way you can go with a clear conscience. Exactly. And then and then, then I had to come in early or like whatever. And then I had to try to finish everything. So that way, you know, I feel okay leaving. Um, so I'm constantly rushing. I think we left, um, I think I left the office close to 11, 10.30ish or something like that, close to 11. And then we got here, throw the kids and the suitcases in the car because we normally try to stay there. Uh, the night, so we don't come back all tired. Just, just rushing, rushing. We finally, about two hours later, we got to stop and have something to for breakfast. You know. Uh, yeah, we usually try to pass LA so we can beat whatever traffic there is, and usually we end up stopping at this Carl's, like right outside Pyramid Lake, a little bit north of there, mm-hmm. in this little valley between the mountains where phone signal is horrible, but but the view is beautiful. And we're out of traffic. That's the most important yeah. part. And and because of the mountains, the way that they are, you know, like they're, the wind is just kind of crazy. Yeah, all the wind is crazy, especially uh-huh. in the morning. Yeah. If you leave, like, if it's you get It's freezing in the morning, but then, like, once you get out of there, you're hot. It's so weird. Mm-hmm. What about you, Axel? Uh, watching it in the car. Did you enjoy that? Yeah. Did you enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> Okay, sorry. So, um, moving on. Uh, <laughs> uh, the episodes. There were, so, three. We're going to go with three. Well, we're going to talk about them as three anyway. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, uh, episode, what? Um, yeah, okay. Um, episode one and two, The Recruit. Uh, X-Wing pilot Kazuto Zion... Zionio? Zion? Shiono. Shiono. Okay. Uh, is recruited for the Resistance, but finds himself in over his head when Poe Dameron assigns him to a remote 
Healing station a spy on the First Order. Then after Kaz boasts about being the best pilot around, he is forced to compete in the dangerous sky race. I feel like Jaeger is, um, saying this. Like, I feel like this was what Jaeger would say. <laughs> Jaeger is giving his witness statement? Yeah. <laughs> um, so how did you guys He wouldn't, that? though. He no? wouldn't. He will never agree that he, you know... Uh, admit that he was working with the resistance, even if it's just, um, you know, knowing someone in the resistance. I, I think that for whatever reason, he's still concerned about uh, people not associating him with the resistance. Yeah. He is. He wouldn't say, you know, Kasuda was recruited for the resistance. I, I, right? There's a joke. Okay, but I'm okay. sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, what was... Okay, let's just start off with your guys' favorite parts. Bar fight. Bar fight? Always the bar fight. It, I enjoyed hearing BB-8 get kicked because it sounded like a basketball. I like the part where BB-8 gets kicked because he gets like knocked over into a table and then he kind of like rolls around it and runs back into the fight. <laughs> it's like those Wild West movies, you know, where yeah, like he gets punched out like through the window and, and then like, comes back <laughs> through the door. And, and guy, he he looks up all the glasses. He's like, <laughs> oh yeah, he does. Yeah, he, he grabs all the stuff. That was pretty good. Um, what about you, mom? I don't know. I really don't know what was the best part. The bar fight was awesome. Uh, but also when Niku was talking about being wanting to be part of a team, what his dreams are, it, it's not that I thought it was like the best part, but certainly it's an intriguing part because we don't really know. We haven't seen that part of the tower where he wants to go and live. So I'm wondering how awesome that tower is. And I'm also wondering where does he sleep right now? Where does he, you know, and then when uh, when Cass is like putting all his stuff out and literally he has only like a trophy in a backpack. And he says, oh, my God, look at all your things. You have many things. That's the next episode, but yeah. Okay. And so then I'm like, wow, you know, like this guy must have nothing, you know? Or, or maybe he's just very grateful with, of everything, okay? He doesn't take things for granted. Yeah. You know? He wants to be... Okay, and, or, or he's trying to befriend Kazuda. Kazuda? Kazuda? Kazuda. Yeah, Kazuda. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Kaz. Uh, maybe he's just trying to befriend Kaz, so that way he, he's actually secretly evil. You know? That's why. Please don't start. <laughs> That's not the part that I saw. That's my Snoke theory. Um, I kind of like the beginning, because we get to see a space fight that is not people punching each other in space. But we get to see the New Republic X-Wings and the New Republic suits. Mm, yes. They have, like, blue... Their, their X-Wing pilots have blue suits. They're blue. And I think they look cool. They do look cool. And I'm excited for um, General Organa. Very much. Yeah, I think we need to know a little bit more about, you know, how this um, contact was made with the Resistance and, you know, whatever information. I'm just wondering how... So you have these Resistance pilots, right? And the Resistance... I'm sorry, this... Uh, I'm sorry, what was it called? The these, New Republic? The New Republic pilots, right? And so in this Republic, and the New Republic doesn't really want to be involved with the resistance because it's kind of like, um, I, I don't know, maybe I'm completely wrong, but I feel it's something like, you know, um, 
Harry Potter when they basically said Dumbledore is back and nobody wants to believe that the Dumbledore is back. Isn't it Voldemort? Voldemort. Is it Dumbledore? Is it Dumbledore? <laughs> right. Voldemort. I feel like they would be jumping for joy. Yeah. Anyway, that was the case. Dumbledore never left. Don't call it a comeback. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, that who he should not be named or whatever it's called. Um, so. You know, like nobody believes that he's back. So it's one of those things where nobody believes that this can come back. And they just don't want to believe that there's something evil, like, the, you know, the First Order lurking. But the Resistance knows it is. So therefore, they're fighting and getting ready to to fight Voldemort. Well, yeah, but also they signed a peace treaty, right? I have a book for you. It's called Before the Awakening. Read the Poe story. The Poe story is all about how Poe gets recruited into the Resistance. And about how... The Resistance and the New Republic are two separate things. Yeah. And they even sort of like allude to that in the movies, but not really, because then they just blow up the New Republic. Okay, I'll okay. read that, but just answer the question. Is it something similar to that? What's happening right now is there's not a war. This is before The Force Awakens. There's no war happening. Okay, but there's a reason why there's a resist- Resistance, right? I because mean, Because the New Republic won't sanction any military action against the First Order. Right, Exactly. So that's why there's the resistance. Because they don't believe there's a threat. That's what I just said. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I'm saying there's a book that explains it. <sighs> it's called Before the Awakening. Okay. And read Poe's story. Okay. Ray's story is just about how she like built a ship once. And Finn's story is about him and Phasma are homies, but not really because she's his boss. But he does have a homie. But that homie gets shot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. His name that's... is Nines. He's, he's no longer with us. Okay, I get that you want me to read the book, but am I anywhere close as to what's going on? Yes, but you'd have a much better understanding. It's just a um, story. <laughs> okay. Um, do you guys have notes on about the episode that you would like to share? The beginning of the episode was awesome because I saw New Republic fighter pilots and mm-hmm. then they got into an old school... Uh, what is it called? An Alderaanian cruiser. It's no longer a Corellian Corvette. And at one point, Poe was like, man, this thing's seen action from the Battle of Scarif to the Battle of Jakku. So, like, is that is that the Tantivy? Or is that just some, like, random Corellian Corvette that was also at the Battle of Scarif? Everyone was at Scarif. Not everyone. Everyone. A bunch of people were like, we don't need to fight. What is that girl talking about? <laughs> You know, then Radis was like, peace out, I'm in. Yeah. There's a thing that I like when uh, Cass meets Poe and um, he basically, you know, he goes and starts spying on them. He wants to uh, hear or see Leia Organa and he goes in and, he, and then Poe like kicks him out and says, are you spying on me? Are you a spy? And then he says, uh, Cass says, me? A spy? Never. <laughs> And the next line is like, okay, I'll be a spy. Pretty much like that um, thing where Ant-Man is like, no, 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 my dates of breaking in and stealing shit are over. What, what do you want me to do? do? <laughs> then we get to the Colossus, then we get yes. to the awesome bar fight, awesome then we get to Poe and, uh, po and Yeager talking. That's kind of cool, too. And, yeah, Kaz starts uh, the bar the fight. The guy that, like... The little guy who hits the glass and like <laughs> down. I don't like. I hate face. him. 
That's funny. I guess I'm meant to I like how him. he's the gang leader. He's like the little guy, and then he can't even beat up <laughs> Kaz when he catches him. He's like, you guys, come beat him up because I'm too little. He just jumps on him a couple times. Yeah. <laughs> that's what Mm. Yes. Um, okay. And then we get to the actual race okay. with Tora. With Tora, I I still can't Tora believe she's Kaz fifteen. Kaz? Why? I it, she doesn't seem fifteen. Why? Because she looks older. She looks like she's sixteen, seventeen. That's not that different. It's it's kind of different. Same thing. Mm. Literally the same thing. Not really. Pretty much. No. Twelve months different. She looks like the same age as Sabine. Same thing. No. No. Same thing. No. Uh, I love you guys' fights. Yeah, There's no reason. Fun. Yes, no. Yes, no. Yes, no. She doesn't look 15. She looks 15 and a half. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so uh, on the second episode, I think it was the second episode, I hope it's not the third, when we had the pirates. Triple dark. Yes. Oh, that's the third episode then. I thought it was triple black. I was wrong. Triple dark. Okay, so yes. when we have this, so I'm wondering why is it that the First Order is essentially recruiting pirates to do the dirty job for them? Is it because they don't want to be out yet? They don't want to come yeah. out yet? Yes. That's a, read that book. <laughs> yes. Just, yes, that's... And yes. Read Blood, you read Bloodline, I thought. Bloodline has a lot of that, too, where they're having the, like, criminal organizations working for them because they don't want to be out doing their own thing yet. I think all I know from that book is Hut Killing, was it? Hut Slayer. Slayer. That sounds cool. My cooler. thing is and still, where the hell are they getting all that money? What? Because they keep talking, like, everything makes reference to, like, oh, the First Order pays this, First Order pays this, only one way, way you get this rich, selling weapons to the First Order. Like, what are they, where do they get all that money? <laughs> just a place in unknown regions, which is, like, this is the credit planet. Supporters, slavery. Yeah. What else do you want? The slavery, I guess. Mm, what else could they do? They could sell delicious, evil pastries. Can they sell weapons to themselves? Because the only way to get that many credits is selling weapons to themselves. Stop. <laughs> no. No. I'm sorry. We'll never know. Um, let's see. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I get, I get the whole thing, but this guy didn't seem awfully smart, you know. Which one? Um, I can't remember his name. He has weird eyes. Oh, that, what does he look like? That looked like rotten eggs with little lines. Oh, a you're goat. talking about you the Noidian. Yeah. Right? Noidian. In the, like, old-school Separatist shuttle? That was cool. I feel bad that I don't trust Nemoidians. It's their fault. But also... <laughs> but you can say that with anything, and that's awful. Uh, shoot her! Or, or something. Now there are two of them. This is getting out of hand. <laughs> um, yeah, I just felt bad, because that whole time, I'm like... He's very pushy, and he's an Amorian. Mm-hmm. It's probably a bad guy. Mm-hmm. And then Kaz was spying on him accidentally. Okay, right. but here's the thing about Kaz. Kaz is kind of like... Um, I mean, he's a kid, right? It reminds me of Ezra. He was a little bit annoyed at times, you know? But I think Ezra was a little bit smarter than Kaz. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but Ezra like grew, grew up, up by himself. No, well, yeah, I guess. And so. Kaz was Kaz saying, is, Kaz went straight to school. He's a spoiled child. Got an, he's not spoiled. Well, he is a spoiled. Okay. He's well, like, no, 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 the no. The second that happened, he was, gonna, he was going to call his dad and ask him to send him money, remember? Well, no, because that's he what he was. Well, he said that. No, I thought he was going to call. He was. And ask, didn't I tell him that he was going to join the resistance? But well, no. was all like, oh, you want money again? 
Yeah, and then he was also said that he was going to call his dad um, for credits when he owed the people money. Owed in air quotes. Okay. Definitely didn't owe them. That little guy. They cheated. So Ezra, I mean, I know that a lot of people, well, not a lot of people, but some people, especially Twitter, because Twitter is evil, um, got annoyed or were very vocal about how they were annoyed with Ezra. But really, if you look at it, Ezra was not messing around. Um, you know, he was a hard worker. He fed for himself. He was, um, he depended on nobody else but himself. Uh, and Kaz seems like it's a little bit more spoiled, more bratty. Uh, I can't wait to see, you know, his uh, this character development and where he's going to end at the end. He's trying his best, okay? Is Aren't that really his all... best when he's supposed to be working and he's going out playing with his creepy friends? He. That's the next episode. Yeah. Stop. Stop skipping episodes. <laughs> yeah, you're going to get ahead. Anyway, the pirates were really cool. I like that a lot of them wear old, like, imperial armor. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was super dope. And then also, like, their ships are all old imperial ships, kind of, like, junked and put together. Oh, I didn't Like, the that. one was a shuttle. The lead guys were flying around in, like, a shuttle, but it was, like, they glued three more wings on it. <laughs> they glued it. I don't know how they did it. I'm not a ship mechanic. You would like, be damn. just as bad as cats. Yeah, I would be. I'd be turning it counterclockwise instead of clockwise. Or right to left instead of left to right. But see, I'm okay with that. I understand that. Um, I understand that, you know, you, you're not always going to know everything and that you have to work and start somewhere. Totally understandable. What I don't understand is why he's out friendlying people and being so trusting to these people when in reality these people continue, you know, obviously he's supposed to be a spy. He's not supposed to trust people. And there he goes. I mean, Ezra kind of did that too. Um, no, he didn't. <laughs> well, he was supposed to stay by the... In that one episode, he was supposed to stay by the ship, but he went out, and then he befriended... Or befriended... Why do I keep saying that? He uh, made friends with Hondo, who isn't a very good person to trust. And um, he found that out when he found um, that he had stolen the yes, ship. but Cass and- knows that he's a spy. He knows that he can't be trusting people... And yet he does and this constantly is- ditches work to go play with his friends. And then he goes and opens this new play, this this thing. He breaches people's trust. The people who are actually there to help him, he's actually breaching their trust by allowing these strange people to go in and steal stuff from his office. I mean, he's, he knows he's a spy. Ezra doesn't this is know his that. first time. He'll get better Eventually. That's what I'm saying. I'm hoping to see that character development. Because so far I was like, oh, hell no, you didn't. I guess we could move on to the third episode now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think we already talked about the third episode. Sorry. Uh, well, well, let's describe it. Okay. So, uh, episode three, Triple Dark. Um, Kaz and BB-8 un- uncover information on an imminent pirate attack and must find a way. Wait. Wait. That was the second episode. I'm confused now. Oh, yeah, no. that's the second episode. The first one's a double. Remember? But it said three. Because the first one's a double. The first one's one and two. It's not on the notes. It is. Where, though? Where oh, okay. 101 and 102. Well, I guess... Don't we'll, worry, should we introduce the characters, then? Yeah, we can do that. Let's introduce the characters. Well, we can talk about the characters. So, Kazuda is a horrible spy. And he's trying his best. That's what I just said. 
Yeah. Trying his best. He is trying his best. No, he's not trying his best. That's what gets me. He got lazy in one episode. Here's the thing. He was really trying in Triple Dark. If you're yeah. bad, but you're actually trying, I give you a free pass because we've all been there. We all have to start somewhere. However, if you fully know that you're a spy and that you're supposed to be careful and yet you decide to... He doesn't know he's supposed to be careful yet, clearly. Really? Well, that's common sense when you're a spy for the resistance. He doesn't know that. He's a good pilot. Oh, yeah, he definitely is. You know, I mean, proven by Poe uh, in the first, you know, part of the, the series when we see him flying to try to deliver that information. Poe tells him that. And then when he flies the uh Are we just going to attack Kaz right now? No, we're not going to attack gonna talk Kaz. We're a horrible spy, but a good pilot. Yes, and a good person. See? Even he's good at being a good person. He's good at being a good person. No, wait, not so no, much about no, being no. a good spy. He's good at being a person. A person, there not a go. good person. <laughs> it's like Ratatouille. Wait, what? You can appear human. <laughs> <laughs> I'm good at cooking, and you're good at appearing to be human. <laughs> you got it switched up. No, that's not what it was. No, he's talking. Remy is talking to to. No. Yeah. Yeah, Remy. Yeah, you got it right. And Venom. No, wait, Remy. What is Venom good at? Venom? Um, Venom's good at eating people. Yeah. Okay. Venom spoilers, I guess. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not going to get into that now. So, okay. We already got Kaz. No more attacking Kaz. Niku. 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 attacking Kaz. I love Kaz. I'm just saying that I'm really looking forward to see the character character development because he's literally starting in ground zero right I now. I hope he gets to be a better spy. <laughs> or he gets to fly more often because that's what he's good at. So Niku, Niku Bozo, Niku Bozo, Bozo, not Bozo. He is. <laughs> Don't get clown excited. I know you and your it. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, clown excited. Bozo is a clown. Really? Yeah. In, in addition to being an insult. Wasn't it Stranger Things? Bozo no. is an actual clown. What? Okay. Move on. Niku Bozo. Wants us to move on. <laughs> Bright and optimistic. Niku is a trustworthy. <laughs> Oh, trustworthy and kind-hearted member of the Colossus community. He speaks honestly and takes every everyone quite literally. Uh, sometimes making what he has to say unintentionally hilarious. But despite his quirks, Niku's logical way of thinking makes him one of the best mechanics on the platform. I love Niku. He's my favorite right now. Me too. Mm-hmm. Same. Yes, me too. Agreed. <laughs> He's the best. Rogue Rebel favorite. <laughs> Tell me a favor, too. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, next one would be Tam Rivora. Mm-hmm. I would say Rivora. 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 A tough and hardworking mechanic on the Colossus platform, Tam Rivora is an attentive and skilled technician who is not afraid to stand up for what she believes in. She has big dreams for one day becoming a pilot and racer. What do you guys think? I didn't know her? she wanted to be a pilot. She just said she wanted the ship. I mean, I guess that implies being a pilot, but I thought she just wanted a ship to have a ship. Yeah, she seems like it, she would be more like um, a mechanic, you know, like that's her that's her thing. Kind of like Niku, where he doesn't want to fly. He just wants to... Be on the team and live in the tower. Be on the team, yeah, live in the tower. But I think maybe she wants the ship, maybe that she can fly away. I don't think she wants to be an actual racer. A race pilot? Yeah. Just a regular pilot? Yep. Um, do you want to do Jaeger, Dad? I guess. 
Jarek Yeager. Jarek Yeager runs a repair shop on the Colossus refueling station enjoying the solitude of being far from the central systems of the galaxy. He is quiet, hardworking, and wise, having experienced much in his lifetime. A lot. In the last episodes, we get to see that he he was like a rebel pilot. He was at the Battle of Jakku. He has a family. And he had a had family. Had a family. Stop it. We don't know where they're. Stop. Uh, I ain't seen no family. I seen Bucket. Bucket is awesome. Bucket is family. Bucket wasn't in that picture. Yeah, he wasn't. He he said that he bought it how long ago? Ten years ago? No, 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 no. I think he he was saying that um, he bought it when it was a hundred years old. Like it was, it's that old, but it's built to last. Right. Yes. So bucket. A battered, uh... Decrepit. A battered, decrepit, old droid addled by outdated, glitching programming. Bucket has been Jarek Jaeger's... Jaeger. Jaeger. What is Jaeger? Jaeger is like the big robots. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Jaeger. Jaeger's loyal astromech for years. Despite the droid's eccentric behavior, Bucket is a capable mechanic. Whoa, ready. Already. <laughs> yeah, bucket's cool, and he has a bucket on his head. Ooh, I love it. I one of my favorite parts is when he just, you know, when we first meet him, and um, Cass puts his hand uh, on the firewall, and there's something that falls down, and bucket he just gets so mad, and he goes and like hits him in the face with it. I, I like when he's Italian and he moves his little arm. No, that was was that BB-8 or Bucket? It was both. Oh, okay. No, I like when Bucket's freaking out, like mm-hmm. when the the hyperfuel's missing. Oh yeah, because <laughs> he's so organized and so cute. Because mm-hmm, he love has. Him. That's the next episode, which we're going to talk about soon. So then after that, we have Poe, Poe Dameron. We already know much about Poe Dameron. He's a hotshot. Should first ask questions later. Um, so he's awesome. Then we have BB-8. Uh, yeah. Is, is Poe still your favorite character, Axel, in this show? Um, and Niku is... You like Niku now? Everybody okay. likes Niku. Yeah, I think Niku is like, Rogue Rebels number one! Okay, continue. Um, then we have Aunt Z, um, which... Yeah, we talked about this. We talked about... Um, can you just tell them about um, what your insight was? Um, so, Aunt Z is the owner of the bar and the Colossus... Uh, platform and um, I noticed that um, she looked like she looked a lot like Unkar Plutt and I guess his species and then I remembered uh, in Aliens um, the Star Wars book right? um, that Unkar Plutt himself was saying that his species doesn't have any female um, females they have a whole different species that they mate with um, so I asked the directors about this in the Q&A that we went to, um, and they were explaining how they actually just changed their sex, um, Unkar plus species, of course, and, um, I thought that was really interesting because, um, I didn't think about it too much at that time, because I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I got my question, I got my answer, answer, um, and then today, re-watching it, I was freaking out, because I was like, oh my god, that's, like, subtle, um, uh, transgender like representation <laughs> that's pretty cool because like no one would know that it's a trans woman because 
you, they would just look at it and be like, oh, it's a, just a female Incarplat-like species. But for the people that read the book, and um, I guess if they asked the director about it, they would understand that this is a trans woman. And I just thought that was really interesting and cool. Um, I just looked it up. Crowlutes are his species, and the females are Gillians. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Just, that's the name. Yes. And I'm done. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we are talking about, like, what the reproduction process must be for for someone like that, right? Um, and... Oh, yeah. I was trying to explain that uh, in Legends, the huts were supposed to be like this. They could be male and female whenever they felt like it, and they could just be like, bam, baby. <laughs> So that's the point that I made, and now the point is made. <laughs> Tis a good point. Um, is it, though? The, yes. And then we, uh, moving on, we'll just uh, generalize. We'll go through the so, aces. The aces is Toradoza, Griff, Rhea, Hype, and Bo. Um, Toradoza is the youngest pilot, uh, daughter of... What's his Emmanuel name? Doza. Emmanuel Doza. Emmanuel? Mm-hmm. I like that he has... A Latino name. Yeah, I was like, wait, that's human name. Okay, uh, I hate to... I call him Manny Doza. <laughs> I think it should be E in order to be, like, truly Mexican, perhaps Hispanic. <laughs> it's, uh, the I is really throwing yeah, me off. Yeah, but you want to make it Star Wars. You don't want it to be Hispanic. You want it to be Star Wars Hispanic. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, um, that's her. She's pretty cool. We, She's the first ace that we've, like, come to yeah. be introduced we to, I guess. Very many lines or anything from anybody else. Yeah, just she was wishing her comp- um, competition good luck. Yeah, that he doesn't blow up. Yeah, but he does, mm-hmm. kind of. He He's does. so cute. Yeah. yeah. I love her ship, too. It matches her costume. All of them. Outfit, all, no of them all of them match yeah, all their... Of them match. My favorite is Griff's ship. Yeah, because it's, like it's like a sharp TIE fighter. Yeah, <laughs> kind of like a TIE... Oh, no, what are they called? The ones in Striker, Ty Striker, the ones in Ro- uh, Rogue One. Yeah. I still think he looks like a clone. Mm, no. Nah. He's just. Clones are Maori. He, this dude is not. No. I still think so. I don't think so. Okay. And then we have Freya. She's pretty cool. Um, I feel like she's Russian, but. <laughs> she seems mean. She has an Eastern European she, accent. She's, uh, she's strict. She's. To the point, I Is think. She, no? You don't know. Don't she know. just seems me. Look at her face. Oh, just the expression? How dare you? <laughs> a picture says a thousand words, Lizzie. Does it? Sometimes yeah. it does. Are you judging her by her cover? I am judging her by her cover. How dare her you? Her shoulders remind me of comic book Voss. Oh, those were the days. The memories. And then Hype Faison, he seems like a very boastful and interesting character. Yo, you know who it is! <laughs> Yep. <laughs> His belt buckle, it says hype. Wait, does it? That's so... That. And, that's and just so... Okay. <laughs> and that um, one not say hype. The and last one, it doesn't say E. Axel H- and Dad R- are P- doing e. a... Uh, they're researching. Or a best translation. Yes. And, and, and then I like Bo. He looks really, really cool. And he's quiet, I guess. He has a really cool transformer ship. <laughs> yeah. His ship moves. It 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 transforms. Yes. Um and then really quickly about the the new episode mm-hmm. that we watched today. 
Fuel for the fire. Yes. Kaz befriends a sky racer named Rucklin. Jerk! Who, yes. I knew it from the start. <laughs> All those kids are jerks. Who um, manipulated Kaz. Or no. Trick betrayed. Him. Betrayed. Tricked. Betrayed and tricked him. Mm-hmm. Tricked him into taking him to Jaeger's. Not Jaeger. <laughs> Jaeger's um, office. To steal, um, to just observe, but he steals hyperfuel. Yeah. That with even just a single drop to a ship will explode. So Kaz is like, well, that's not good. I would say let it go, man. But that's me being Axel awful. brought back a book that has Orabesh so he can decode Hype's belt. Continue. <laughs> More updates as we get to it. Um, so... <laughs> Axel's face. He's so into it. All I'm saying is that Cass should be a little bit better at, about being a. I'm just a little disappointed in Cass. I'm wondering what they, you know, I'm waiting to see the character growth because he was very easy to trick. It was not. Um, he sh- he didn't act the way a. Spy should have act, but then again, he hasn't had training, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, which I get that, but and he's not a good spy. Yeah, but he's that's a terrible the, spy. Yeah, that's the problem. So he needs to get better at it. So I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, the character grow. Much like we have with Ezra, although Ezra was pretty good about, you know, Ezra was a good spy. <laughs> Ezra was good. <laughs> yeah. I mean, half the time they opened the door and he fell out, but pretty much he was a good spy. He was always listening. Yeah, he was. Uh, always stealing helmets, always which stealing. helped. Yeah. Not even just helmets. He was like stealing like rations and blasters and Comics. everything. Yeah. Helmets. Um yeah, so that was that episode. I liked it a lot. I knew from the start that that guy was evil. Yeah, that guy looked like a jerk. Yeah. Mhm. Totally. <laughs> uh and then the next episode would be um that we haven't you seen have that's coming upcoming. Yes. Is it spell hype? Yes. Okay. Wait, get over here and tell the people. Confirm what you have discovered. This book, it, it's called um, Star Wars How to Speak Droid with um, an R2-D2. It has like um, a full thing of Orbesh in it. And apparently, um, Sal is right. And that is our report from Axel <laughs> and his book. Yes, sir. <laughs> so, the next episode is called... The, oh, wait, did I already say that? Yes. No, uh, no, go ahead. Uh, the next episode is called The High Tower. Which is a really cool show that I'm watching on Amazon Prime. That doesn't matter. The First Order arrives at the platform for mysterious reasons, and Kaz and BB-8 are determined to sneak into the tower to find out what they want. So let's see. This sounds like some episode with actual spying. So we'll see how that goes. Um, so I guess let's get a little bit to the Q&A that we at, well, it was at the event that we were at. Do you guys remember anything like really cool and specific? They said that this show takes six takes place six months before The Force Awakens, which leaves a lot of room for, during the growth of the show, to be possible overlap. Which to me is really, really cool, because that means they could be on the show one day and be like, holy crap, like, Halcyon Prime just got blown up. Look up in the sky. You see lasers? It's crazy. Well, I think it was nice um, to be able to talk to... Uh, these people who had put a lot of work into it, and they were really, really nice. 
Um, they confirm a few things that they had already pretty much been out uh, because uh, Mr. Faloni had mentioned that, you know, that the inspiration of this uh, series was based on um, anime, mm-hmm. uh, Robotech, and also, I think it was, honestly, I think that the, the suits uh, remind me a lot of Evangelion. Uh, so we, when we saw them, we were thinking about it. Oh my God! I it think it's because like, we watched Evangelion and not Robotech. That's true. Yeah. You know. So I, I like that that was confirmed. You know, just something that I always wonder: oh, how did these people come up with these stories like this all the time? It at first, when we only saw that one picture of the crew, it looked a lot like Voltron to me at first, uh, like That's the also style. Anime. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you know different stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, they also said that um, like they had a lot of fun like writing the show it was like Athena Portillo uh, at the Q&A was also one of the directors I believe yeah. his name is Brandon uh, Justin Ridge is like the supervising director and Brandon I can't remember his last name was one of the writers one of the, the big writers on the thing but he also did uh, Ninja Turtles the show that we watched from 2012 when they brought Ninja Turtles back. And I was like, oh, I'll see if the kids like that. And I watched it with the kids and I was dying laughing because Michelangelo is great. Michelangelo is the best thing that ever happened. That was the one where like the first episode he blows his mind with, with pizza. Remember? Oh yeah. He eats a slice of pizza and his little brain's like, Oh yeah. Yeah. That one's pretty, really cool. That's, that might be my favorite Ninja Turtles cartoon. It's on Hulu. Oh yeah. It's on Hulu now, right? Um, they also talked about how um, like they went I guess they went to the office and they like binge watched all 22 episodes and it works really well all together so that would have been a I would have loved to have been there for like a day of that and pizza (laughs) yeah sounds like a good time Mm -hmm. Um, I said my part about the Q&A okay anybody else but I, I was nice. I, d- I didn't want to seem like I was a rude person. I was like, well, this this book says that it's this. Excuse me, Matt Martin, if that is your real name, Bart Simpson. <laughs> yeah, so I, I just asked the directors, like, after the Q&A. I didn't want to... Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, it was good. It was fun. It's always good to be at those events. And, like, it's always fun. If you ever get to watch uh, Star Wars at Lucasfilm on a big theater screen, take that opportunity because it's a really good one. And other than that, I think we've got just about covered Resistance. So I'm looking forward to the rest of the series. Are you guys looking forward to it still? Yes. Yes, we are. And Bingo says yes because he's right here. Okay, Bingo's right there and he says yes. Uh, It's Bingo approved now. He's making noise. He make noise. He do bloop. I don't know what that means. With this tongue. I don't know Loop. what that means. So, I guess that's going to be it for this episode. It's going to be it? Yeah, as in I'm about to Oh, wait. Uh, before we finish, I just wanted to make sure that... Um, I just... You know, I don't know who's going to be listening to this, but I just... Whoever's listening to this, I just want to remind you that um, Star Wars Women of the Galaxy book, written by Amy Radcliffe, will be out soon on October 30th. Um, some people in New York got very lucky because they had a sign in and so they got it to purchase a book before. 
There's a couple of um, book signing events that are coming up. Um, but in any event, if you happen to, uh, if you haven't pre-ordered your book, you definitely should. It's an amazing book with 75 female characters from the Star Wars galaxy. And it's going to be mind-blowing because a lot of these characters are um, characters that we don't really see out there on movies or even, you know, uh, TV series. So definitely uh, order your copy right now. Uh, I know Barnes and, Barnes and Noble. I can never pronounce that store. I never go to that store. Okay, so I know. Bar- Thank you, Axel. Okay. So they have it for like thirty bucks, but um, but if you pre-order on Amazon, it's like nineteen ninety-nine, and even Target, I think. So anyway, just something to think about. I think that definitely you're gonna enjoy it, and and it's it's great. It's um, it has art from like eighteen different people. One of them who's a very dear friend of ours, um, and um, one of them is Annie. Yes, Annie Stoll. Annie Stoll. Sabine sketchbook and it rocks and it all does. the art they revu- revealed so far rocks yes and it especially does especially annie drew like sabine stuff and it rocks and i think she also drew like an infus nest that they had on the website and it rocks and the cover of the book rocks i think that's jen bartell but um there's a lot of stuff in that book and i just like i just want to have a, a nice coffee table book with awesome art and my wishes have been granted. And thank you very much. And I look forward to seeing you on my coffee table soon. Yes, thank you, um, Amy, for making this a reality. We don't really have that going on right now. And it's nice. I wish we would have something like this before when Lizzie was really little. But, uh, I mean, you know, she's still getting a copy. Right, honey? Mm-hmm. Yes. She's still a 15-year-old jerk. <laughs> 16. 16-year-old jerk. I'm not a jerk. I make you delicious dinners Ooh. all the time. No. Speaking of which, it, I hunger. It's it's uh, it's eight o'clock. I think um, it's too late. Dad, it's dinner time. What? Um, there's pizza in the freezer. Is there? There yes. is pizza in the freezer. Yes. Uh, Did your Michelangelo brain just explode? Yes. Well, not not yet. <laughs> After the microwave. Oh. Hold on, hold on. Also, we don't know pizza if um, if people are gonna be able to listen if we're going to have another um podcast um early november but if not this is just a reminder to go out there and vote to november 6 um please do um because our rights and liberties are very much in jeopardy right now so please you know go out there register and vote fight for our rights. <laughs> Join the actual resistance. Yes. yes. <laughs> All right. This is a, a resistance. Uh, what's it called? Ah, there was um, Ezra. Resist- what was Ezra's? The, it was a resistance podcast from Ezra. Yeah, his parents were podcasters. Yeah. The Bridger Transmissions. The Bridger Transmissions. No one's spoken out against the Empire since the Bridger Transmissions. <laughs> Those fools are in jail. They're dead. They ain't transmitting nothing. They're dead. Well, now. They're dead. But back then, they were in jail. Ezra could be dead. Now. Yeah. All right. So I guess let's call it. Anybody, anybody, anybody want to say bye? Go ahead, Axel. Peace. Honey, any parting words? Vote. Join the resistance. Uh, yeah. 
During the resistance, uh, be excellent to each other. Yes, be excellent to each other. Yeah, that's a good one. That is so hard sometimes, but so worth it. So worth it. Literally, uh, I mean, I guess one has kindness changes everything. Even being kind to people who are not kind to you, at least you will feel better about yourself. Will you, though? I mean, you'll feel, you'll feel better that you were nice to someone. You'll... Uh, yeah. The only problem with that is that then people take advantage of you. But you don't allow that. But you don't have to allow that. You just have to be respectful and kind when you speak to them, even if you tell them to... F off. Take a hike. Axel put it better. <laughs> you said I couldn't say bad words. Axel did not say bad words. That's true, so... Uh, I'd rather leave on an Enfys quote. Oh, okay. Yes. So, they're going to underestimate you. Make them regret it. That's from the solo novelization. And we need more Enfys. Thank you. Please and thank you, Lucasfilm. (laughs) And goodbye, everyone. Our next podcast will be up whenever we feel like recording it.